Hey, it's Clark from the Down South IT Podcast, and today I'm going to give you my two cents on Netflix's new password sharing ban. Now, I would venture to guess that most people that are listening to this either have a Netflix account or know somebody who has a Netflix account, and they have just now confirmed that they're going to start cracking down on password sharing. And if you didn't know, most people would just share their password and share their account with people who were outside of their household and just let friends use it, blah, 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 that kind of thing. And they have some weird stipulations on this. And I'm going to go ahead and go through some of it with you. And basically what it says is that you're only allowed to share with people within your household. Now, how do they define your household? It's anybody that is within your house and that base that's based off of not just the IP address that you get from your ISP that they can see. That's also from the device IDs that they can also see. So they're going to compare devices to IP addresses to make sure that Everybody in one account is staying within one house. Now, not only can you only share within your household, you can only share it with one person. So if you have an account for one device, you can share that password with one person in your house. So each of you can use that, you know, watch something within the house, but not at the same time. If you have multiple devices, two, three, four, whatever it happens to be, and your account is for that, then you can have that many devices going at once or, you know, whatever within that household. So what happens if you travel? Like, for instance, whenever I'm on the road, I take a Roku with me in the hotel. And that way I can watch stuff just like I am at the house. No problem. So what is what do they say about that? Well, their answer to that is going to be, well, you can get a temporary password and then use your account on a separate network at a hotel or something like that for seven days. And then after that, they're going to lock that device to where you can't get to it again. If you want to unlock that device after that seven days, you have to go to your home on your Wi-Fi at your house and open up something and start watching it and then you can close it. That will unlock it. If you happen to share your password with a friend, that friend outside of your quote unquote home is going to have their device locked and they won't be able to get to it. Now, for the meantime, if you do happen to give your password to friends and let them borrow it, what you can do is let them migrate off onto their own account. They will let people migrate their profiles to a new account if it happens to be someone who's not within your quote unquote household. So how would you stop Netflix from blocking your device to where you can't get access to your shows and everything? You have to sign in and watch something every at least once every 31 days. If you do that, they will consider that a trusted device and they'll let you keep watching content on it. If you go past that, that device will be locked and then you get the 
massively fun task of contacting Netflix to unblock your device. So if you were out of town more than a week and you get your device locked, if somebody, like I said, has your has your password and uses it and their device gets locked because they're not at your home, then theirs gets locked. The only way to unlock it is to contact Netflix. I'm not sure about you, but I'm pretty sure that Netflix's customer service will be inundated with stupid calls to unlock devices after all of this starts. Not to mention the fact that their customer service is probably not exactly what I would call stellar to begin with. So I'm not sure whose idea that was. And if nothing else, I hope they bolstered the people that they have within their customer service and call centers because they will get inundated. That much I can promise. And the other weird thing too is what if you travel, like say you were in an RV or something like that and you're in you know, a new state or a new camping campground or something like that with Wi-Fi and you want to watch Netflix. You don't technically have a home with a home IP address. They don't address anything like that. And I know a lot of people, especially, you know, the older folks and stuff like that, whenever they retire, they get a they get an RV and they go around country. In fact, my parents' old neighbors did that. They have a big, huge RV and they just travel the country. They have a P.O. box somewhere, and once every, every once in a while, they'll stop in, get their mail. Other than that, they're on the road. They don't have a physical house. They sold it. So their house is the RV. So in use cases like that, I have no idea what they would do. They didn't mention that at all, and I don't know. I know it's a small subsection of people that would actually do that, but there are people that travel for more than a week at a time. Now, really and truly, I'm not a betting man. I don't bet very often, but I'd be willing to actually put up five bucks to say that whenever all of this starts and people's devices start getting blocked and different things like that, they're not going to call to get these things unblocked. All they're going to do is use the one that, that still works. And if and when that one ever goes out, they're just going to delete their subscription they're going to lose so many people by doing this. It's in, I, I promise you, they, there was already a mass exodus when they said they were going to start doing password share, uh, share uh, crackdowns. This is going to be even worse. There's just too much weird stuff to go through. There's too many hoops. There, it's not intuitive at all as far as you know what you need to do and what you, how to get about doing different things. This is going to be a disaster. I can, I can pretty much predict that from the get-go. This is going to be a disaster. And the one thing I'm worried about with this is that even if it remotely, remotely goes somewhat decently, other services may take heed and do the exact same thing. I hate to even say that, but whenever one company does something like this and it actually works a little bit, the rest of them tend to jump on the bandwagon. So hopefully this just crashes and burns and nobody ever thinks of it again. Thank you for listening. This has been my two cents.